Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome back to Two Judgy Girls. This is Mary from the Bay. It's Courtney from LA, and it is Thursday. Sorry, we're a day late and a dollar short, people. But let's go over why. First Very off, very important reasons. It's not our fault. Dur- never our fault. Never, never. First, the Bravo gods, they giveth, but they taketh. And DirecTV Now was down, and we couldn't watch the shows last night. But it's also Wednesdays are very hard for us because we're trying to divulge the two best shows that are on TV on Bravo right now. Summer House. and so, I mean, oh, my gosh. Summer, Summer House is one of the better shows, though. So I will actually give you I, that. I really like this week. Yes. Yeah. This week was good. But yes, yeah, Southern Charm into better. Oh, my God. Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Southern Charm in New York. Sonia. <laughs> Sonia. Bring it. Dorinda. <laughs> like, like it was, so, but it's so hard to watch both of those shows, fully digest them, then jump onto the phone and record this podcast and give you, give you guys the best us. So- I really, I had to let it marinate. Was I team Lou? Was I team Sonia and Dorinda? I'm team Sonia. We'll talk about that. But um, yeah, there was just a lot. And then it's like, but like I said, when one door shuts, a window opens. What's the line? When a window shuts, a door opens. I don't know. Either way, we got some things that happened today. So it's good. And just as a warning, too, I believe next week I will be gone. Yes. But you you are recording on Thursday next week as well, correct? Yes. But not with my sister. Someone better. Colleen, I hope you're not listening. You've been fired. <laughs> She's been cut. I got a really good person you need, coming. Yeah, you need someone who watches all the shows. And like Colleen, totally preach. Thank you for stepping in because you're a godsend. 
But no, it's going to be good next week, guys. Stay tuned. Yeah. So next week I'll be out. And so for those of you who are Team Summer Mary always, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) And then that'll be next Thursday too. And that way we get all the shows. And then we'll just see what happens. We will try for Wednesdays, but we're going to be honest and tell you probably Thursday. Right? It's just hard. It's hard. These shows come out on Wednesday night, people. I know. It's like Although anyone... I won't be working if Courtney could just stay home from work. Yeah. If anyone from Bravo is listening, feel free to shoot us the episode sooner. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, we're totally fine with that. Like, we'll watch all of them and we'll have things recorded, like, every day if we had the episodes. I agree. Yeah. But, okay, since we did wait, we had to- – let's talk about this prom tonight. Okay. First off, so let's – so Gia Giudice – it has her her school's prom tonight on a Thursday. Have you ever no, heard they of used, a- This is what they used to do at like we had it on a Sunday night. What? And then and then Monday you don't have to come to school. It's like quote unquote senior ditch day. Oh, but we had that so, separately. So tomorrow that none of the seniors will have school. Now, do you know this on authority or this is what you're just guessing? I mean, that's what we did. Oh, but don't juniors go to prom too? Yeah, so then they just don't go to school tomorrow. So, so it's just junior. like basically anyone. Oh, no, no. We had a senior ball and then there was a se- separate junior ball. Wait, actually, you guys? <laughs> so my my junior ball was you took a boat, a cruise ship like on the bay, like under the Golden Gate Bridge. Uh-huh. And when I was with Carl and <laughs> Shep and Austin, you told them? We, these people were waiting to go on their prom. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, you look amazing. And, like, all the guys were like, don't look at the girls. Don't look at the girls. (laughs) Oh, my God. We'll get into that in a second because that's very big. And it's been a week since then. But, okay. So, Gia, who's her date? Frankie Jr. I, like, kind of. Okay. So, someone DM'd us already and said Frankie has a girlfriend back at school. He's just, like, going to be nice. Like, maybe. maybe, what if What if her boyfriend dropped out last minute or something? Maybe there's some drama. Maybe. And, because and Dolores she, was like, Frankie will step in. Yep, Frankie, my Frankie. He, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's got a bodybuilding competition tomorrow, so he'll be in town. He's a good guy. That Frankie Jr. And he is a good guy. I I I I'm sad that he has a girlfriend because I think this could be a power couple. Yeah, like I mean, it could be. We're we're not 100 percent sure. He had posted photos, but maybe they also broke up too. I mean, I like this connection here. And yes, he is 20 years old. Gia's 18. I looked it up because I wanted to make sure that this was going to be an okay thing to talk about. It's legal. Yes, it's legal. <laughs> but I like I kind of like this because as much as Teresa is a monster, I think she's a really good mom and I think Dolores is a really good mom and like I would be okay with this happening. This could be I a mean, spin-off. She is going to college. She's not just repping fab fit fun. No, but she's also doing that too. So it's like get your brand deals and get your education. And hopefully your mom didn't pay to get you in. It's on good merit. I, does she have the money to do that? No, she can't. She can't pull a Lori Laughlin. No, and Lori Laughlin, by the way, is they're saying she might go to jail for forty years. Oh, that's like the most. No, I, I think she's going to do time for this because she's just not taking the law seriously. You know what? This is what they did to Teresa. They like to make an example. Forty of years, four zero. That's like excessive. Like give her like six no, no, months she'll... in like a white collar prison. Like she can go hang out with Joe. G- like where Martha Stewart went, and yeah. then like and like. 
and then expel her kid from USC, and then she, you know, put her on house arrest for a year or two or something. I think it's a little excessive when there's so much crime that goes on. Sorry. I don't think she'll get the 40 years, though. But is is she going to do it in, like, a Boston jail? Or Why? Town, or- Why would she do what? Boston? Why would she do Boston? I thought I thought that's where um, the first thing was. USC. Like the first hearing was at Boston, in Boston. Oh, I thought it was in L.A. because she went to USC and they live in. Oh. I don't know. Felicity Huffman I, I, was in Boston? Oh, maybe I'm getting, yeah, maybe. No, maybe. I don't, no, I'm asking, I don't know. I thought it was in L.A. Someone was in Boston. <laughs> you know who was in Boston? Paul Revere. That too. <laughs> Okay, let's. Well, I'll look this up while you tell us about Carl Shep and Austin, the three Peters. Okay, so yeah, basically, I get off the podcast and I'm pretty tired last week. Shep ends up calling me at 11 o'clock at night. I'm like, I can't go out at 11 o'clock at night on a school night. I was already sleeping. I was already in my PJs. Like, I'm just not going to, you know, go there. So then I text him the next day, like, oh, what are your plans today? And then he calls me again. I'm literally in the talent show at school. I'm like, <laughs> phone call, Shep. Like, I'm, out, I'm watching the kids, the talent show. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, I basically call him after school. And he's like, yeah, hey, okay, yeah, we're going to Barbachi. Um, yeah, so I am, like, with, like, six friends. Then you're going to come. And then, like, you should bring some friends to, so, like, yeah, can we just go out like 10 people around eight o'clock on a Friday night? Like just, he's like, I don't really care about the food, but just like good ambiance, good energy. I'm like, oh, you want me to just book a 10 person reservation for eight o'clock on a Friday night in San Francisco? Like, (laughs) are are you delusional? Like, oh my gosh. So then I was like, okay. I kind of like didn't, it just didn't even register. And then I got off the phone and was like, okay, well that can't even happen. So he's like, okay, we're going to Barbachi. Bye. I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, uh, I'm just going to go to Barbachi. <laughs> I text him. I'm like, hey, Barbachi's on my way home from school. Um, you know, I'll see. I'm going to, I'll stop by. So I'm in the parking lot at school talking to one of my mom friends. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go meet these guys at Barbachi. And she's like, I'll come with you. I was like, okay. <laughs> Literally brings her kid. <laughs> Is that the kid that appeared in the live? Yes. Okay. And then, and then this other woman came up and was like, oh, what are you guys doing? And we're like, we're going to Barbachi for a drink. She lives up the street. And she's like, oh, I'll come too. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, freaking <laughs> needs two moms <laughs> and me and some kids. <laughs> and a I'm, real full I'm, house, if you will. I'm just like, whatever. I, I just, I was like, I just need to go and get one photo. Yeah. That was your whole thing of like. You know, I'll do it for the story. I'll just like say, "Hey guys, I'm here. We'll hang out. We'll have one drink, and then that, then you can go home." That didn't happen. <laughs> I knew that wasn't going to happen. I, she, she, you guys, she kept telling me like, "I'm just going to go for a drink, get the picture, and go." And I'm like, "Uh huh." Can you leave your car there overnight? You're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I can." I'm like, "Okay, good. Just making sure." <laughs> oh my gosh! So, tell so us, yeah, you walked in. I, I, yeah, I basically I show up, I see Shep, give him a hug, and then I'm like. Like, oh, hi, Carl. I'm two judgy girls. And he's like, oh, that's you? <laughs> and, and then he thinks, like, the other moms are with the other judgy girl, like Courtney. <laughs> I'm like, the no, best no, no. part is that you introduce yourself as two judgy girls, like, not Mary from two judgy girls. I, I just – and then and then I said my name was Mary. And, like, 
Carl just immediately puts me on blast. He like puts me on alive and is like, yeah, I'm with one of the judgy girls. Like they annihilated me last year. They're bullies. And I'm like, oh, little does he know it's just me. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me, Carlito. Um, and he told me that we should change our name to two supportive women. And he's like, I can't believe you're a teacher and that you're promoting <laughs> bullying. I was like, whoa, buddy. Whoa. I was like, we haven't even posted about you in a year. And then he brought up an old photo that we posted and was like reading all the comments. I was like, like okay, Carl, we need ago, to move right? forward. What? The photo was from like a year ago. Yes. And I was like, Carl, we need to move forward. Like, What photo was it? I don't even know because I was just trying to like move on from that situation. I was like, hey, Austin, what's going on? No, because then he made you FaceTime me so that he could then yell at me. Yeah, there was just a lot going on. Um, And then, okay, so you guys, Austin is a doll. Like I kind of fell in love with him. Oh, wow. Mary was a man her own age and slightly younger. He's like very sweet. We went and bought a sweatshirt together. We saw and that. He just, he's just, I, I really hope he does well. And so I told him, I was like, I really like your mom, Wendy. And this is like right after we were walking into downtown Sausalito and me and Carl had just done the live and a lot of people were commenting about Carl's tight pants. And he <laughs> like could not take the criticism. He's like, well, who do you dress for yourself or others? Like, I like my pants. Like, I think I look good. Like, I'm like, okay, Carl, like own it, you know, but he, he's a very defensive. And so we're, yeah, we're very walking sensitive. into it's very sensitive. And so we're walking into town and I'm like, I really like your mom, Austin. I feel like she, you know, she can light a little fire under your ass. And I was like, well, Carl, she couldn't get under your ass because your jeans are so tight. And he, <laughs> he lost it. He did not think it was funny. I had to like apologize multiple times. He's like, if I ever commented about your clothes or a woman's anything, like I'd be chastised. And I was like, dude, like come on, come on, you know? That's so, it makes it not fun. It didn't go over well. It didn't go over well. And I'm like, you got to be in on the joke. You're like, exactly. You you got to just roll with it. Like, so I would say like, chef's really good about. No joke though, Mary. So you you guys took that picture. We posted it. And then at some point at like 4.30 or 5 a.m., he started replying to people's comments on it about his pants. Oh, I, I mean, I noticed the next day that he there was a lot of response by him. Yeah, and like, him and Austin don't even follow us. They said they had to stop. They had to stop. <laughs> well, Carl blocked us before, so then he unblocked us, and then he DM with with us. And like, I'd always be like, I can't tell if he's trying to like neg us, you know, where he's like flirting with you, but just by being negative, sort of deal. And you're like, uh, okay, but I'm like, but Carl, like, you can get it. Like, I see it. Like. Stop being so sensitive and maybe be like more of a likable person or you can end up with Sheena. I mean, he doesn't, he, I was like, so like, did you get a new job? Like, no, he, so he's basically invested in those dose of weed pens, the dose of weed pens, but, um, Jack's like Jack's and what dumb shit did Jack's tweet this week tweeted like, Hey, at doses, why is it so hard to open? They're like, oh my gosh, please call customer service. He's like, nah, I'm just letting Carl know. I'm like, God, Jax, you're the fucking worst. Yeah, I wonder how much Carl really has invested into this company. I'm not sure. Maybe like Tom and Tom have invested into Tom Tom. Like 5%. Yeah. Um, And then he also, I think, has like an investment in a bar restaurant in New York. 
great. But I thought that was that was kind of interesting. And then Carl is trying to like get the beer thing back going. Now, Austin. I, yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, um, I well, I, I literally called Austin Shep to his face on, video. on the live. I know that was funny. I just get really. I, I know who they are, and yeah. I could tell you a lot about them, but for some reason, names Names this are year, really hard. Like Rem- for me. Ramona and Sonia, you switch a lot, but it's okay. We know who you're talking about. And if I can, I try to make sure that we get the correct one if I can catch it. Because people yell at us all the time, and it's not we're not trying to be bad. <laughs> like We have a lot of information stored I mean, up here. Full disclosure, you guys had a concussion this year. <laughs> it was pretty bad. So I haven't said that yet. Oh, man. And that's why I always screw up the names, okay? Moving so, on. So everybody be nice to Mary. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So. So you guys went, so you went shopping. Oh, what, like, okay. how did, like, where, where'd your night progress? Because at some point you, you also parted too. And you text me you're like, I lost them. Like, I'm never seeing them again. <sighs> no, I couldn't get rid of them. <laughs> um, no, no, no. So then we take the ferry back. We see the prom. And then they're like, okay, we got to go home and change. And then we'll meet back up. And I was like, okay. And I was like, there's no way, like, we're meeting back up. And everyone was feeling pretty good by this point. I left my car, like. Right. And, and I still, I'm wearing a backpack with my work computer, like, <laughs> just gallivanting. Why did and you keep do, that in your car? Okay. So I told them to go to this bar, Gino and Carlos, which was like a total dive. Yeah. And then, like, I go there and, like, yeah, sure enough, they show up like 30 minutes later. Oh, <laughs> I was my like, oh God. God. Um, and then then the night gets a little fuzzy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so then the night ended. And and basically, I like DM all of them. Like, I sent Shep some like funny videos and pictures the next day. No response. No response. I, to, oh, I didn't know you texted Shep. Yeah. Then I sent a DM to Austin. Like, so much fun meeting you. Like, Blah, blah, blah. No response. Do the same for Carl. No response. And then I'm like freaking out. Has so much anxiety. I'm like, what happened at the end of the night? (laughs) What did I do? Like, oh my gosh. And then I'm like, I couldn't have. Like, I was just being myself. Like, I've got nothing to hide or I wouldn't even say anything mean. I already said it to your face earlier. Right. Um, And then I did hear back from Austin. He was was hurting. So he he finally made it back to Charleston and – um. Now, now I'm in love with him and he'll never know because he won't listen to this. No, he won't. But it's, you know, I can't believe you guys like I they're exactly like they are on TV, though. And it's exactly like hanging out with your friends in your 30s. Like it really I mean, I mean, I already know them, but it just felt like I was meeting my friends I hadn't seen in a long time. You have an uncanny ability, though, to make anybody your friend. Like, that's one of your great qualities is, like, you give a very good sense of, like, welcome to anybody who meets you. So it's like, yeah, watching you guys on that live, like, I was like, wow, these people are, like, like, you guys are literally, like, best friends. Like, I felt like that when you were hanging out with Shep, when you kidnapped him the first time, and then, like, this time, just, like, watching you guys all together, like, I was like, oh. It was really fun to have, like, just, like, not just Shep. Like, it was fun. There's a fun dynamics going on. Yeah. And it, I and you were saying, too, it was, like, funny because, like, people kept recognizing Shep. But, like, Austin would be standing oh. right next to each him. Everyone would go up to Shep asking for a photo. I think it, like, got out that they were at Barbachi because, like, when we were leaving, like, these people were like, oh, we came to, like, see you guys. Did it get out because you all posted from there? 
Yeah, that yeah. they like the attention though. Like, yeah, they, yeah, I didn't, we didn't tag where you guys were. I mean, people recognize it that are in the city, but they were like tagging every location. Like, every post they were posting was like at this location, and we are currently eating lunch. Yeah, no, they, they definitely like the fandom, mm-hmm. but I'm also like, good for you. Like, get on on. So basically, I, I, I feel like I once again got no information. <laughs> <laughs> and I have nothing really to report back. And now, if, did you mention going to Charleston? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said I want to go there for three days this summer. I was and? thinking early August. And they're they're just kind of like I feel like if they were around, they they'd come have a drink. You but if they're not, they're not. They do, don't care either. You can't do early August. We're busy. What? We're going to Palm Springs. No, that's August 9th. Yeah, it's early August. Oh, I'm going like early, early before the 9th. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's fine. You go. I don't, I don't. But then I also think it's funny. Like, so they were like, you guys get no criticism. Like you have a bully page. And I'm like, we have a podcast and we have horrible reviews. So (laughs) I was like, if you want to see that, just go and read those reviews because we have a lot of bad ones. Okay. Um, and then I think it's funny that Shep has this new podcast and didn't mention anything about it. It's called Enough About Me. But that is interesting that he didn't, because I'm like, we would have, I mean, we're doing it right now, but like, we would have promoted it. <laughs> Helping out our fellow podcasters. It, it just, it seems like there was so many missed opportunities in this whole meeting, but. But I think it's okay, because sometimes you don't want to be just talking like Bravo stuff or whatever. You just want to hang out. I know. I don't know what we talked about. <laughs> I think you just had a good time. I mean, it's a bummer that you didn't run into Carl at Bottle Rock. I really thought that that was going to okay, happen. You got pretty creepy on the DMs with him. I did? Yes. You're like, fine, Mary. <laughs> and then he wrote like, oh, these people are taking a Napa. And you're like, funny joke, Carl. I'm like, oh, my God. He like hates us. It was not a funny joke. I know. You couldn't read my sarcasm there. I got it. Oh, I was just trying. You said that you, like, I was trying to get him to just to respond because you said he wouldn't respond, and I was hoping that nothing happened. I don't know. I wasn't trying to get creepy. If you want to see creepy, you should see my DMs to Taryn Edgerton right now. Who's that? Ugh, guys. Okay. So I wanted to preface it with this. I saw the Godzilla commercial starring Sonia Dorinda dressed as a dinosaur, Giselle and Robin from Potomac. Did I you? did not see this. Okay, go to Sonia Morgan's page right now on Instagram and you can watch it there. But let me just say, how dare they? Okay, they tried the shit with the hustle. I don't like that. Then they put Dorinda in a Godzilla costume to attract the Godzilla whose eye pops through a, a, a window. And you know, for that, I say, go see Rocket Man this weekend. <laughs> You're obsessed. I love Rocket Man. I'm gonna go see it again. Oh wow! But I I, I also read see. this thing that like um, Elton John was like, I didn't want it to be like a cookie cutter thing. Like everyone knew I was really high on drugs yeah. in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, he said I wasn't gonna. The movie's rated R, but he said I wasn't gonna allow a PG-13 movie because I didn't li- live uh, live a PG-13 life. Oh, I know, and I just respect, and I think so that's it rated R. Yeah, it's rated R, but it's so it's because it's more along the lines of like um, because of the drugs 
and like cursing and like that sort of thing like it's just a really well done movie and i really hope that everybody goes to see it because of the fact that they tried to pull that godzilla shit on us Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's this a great movie. F you Godzilla. Yeah, F you Godzilla and the marketing team. Ugh. And F you to that Anne Hathaway movie. The hustle that failed horribly. Yeah. 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 We could boycott you. Bring Princess Diaries three. Yeah. And then you could do that and we could get the countess talking about how she's not a princess, but she's a countess, so she understands. <laughs> <laughs> And bring Carol back for a time, too. She'd be like, I'm a princess. Princess Diaries 3, I would watch 100%, as long as Chris Pine comes back, too. I hate Anne Hathaway. I actually have a really big problem with her. So it was filmed in San Francisco, and one of my friends was an extra and was like, that girl is mean. About you or Anne? <laughs> About Anne. Oh. She, was, she was an extra in the first Princess Diaries. <laughs> My friend. And she's like, that girl, Anne Hathaway, is mean. Wow, that was like her breakout role. Was it when she was ugly, though, or when she after she had her makeover? Both. Oh, no. She was mean all around on set. Wow. She so, thought she was really cool. So as Alexis Bellino said, maybe you should eat some makeup so you're pretty on the inside. Oh! oh! But I will say, love Anne Hathaway in The Intern and in Devil Wears Prada. The Intern's like a good um, plane movie. Yeah. Do you ever find I have this theory that like the altitude makes you cry more? Yeah. Well, I the air is the air is like thinner, right? I cry a lot watching plane movies. Like I rewatched Goodwill Hunting and was like a pretty big mess. Going to see about a girl. And I've seen it like twelve times. Yeah. If anybody has any good recommendations for me, I am on a long, long flight next week that I would love. Any movie recommendations or show recommendations? Wait, where are you going to? Going to London. Oh. <laughs> okay. So any London jurors, if you see me out and about, say hello. Oh, that could be fun. I know. I wish I had Guys, time to I'm do- in charge next week. It's going to be scary. <laughs> yeah. So if things are light on the Instagram, be nice. Mary. Be nice to I Mary. Sure. It's like one of my last week of schools. I got all these graduation parties. Mm-hmm. I know. I the four? I don't know what you guys are guaranteed, but... You're guaranteed at least one post a day. Yeah. <laughs> I have to commit to that. But that's... that. Listen, that might be it. I will try my best, but the time difference, you know, really throws things off. So if I post, it might be at 2 a.m. Maybe I'll just, like, do a bunch of stories of me watching stuff. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, wait, let's talk about all these. So T-Rab is dating this new woman mm-hmm. and they've been seen around Charleston and apparently his, her ex-husband does not like it and has put signs. No, not Charleston. signs, like banners, banners. like like huge. a Like a three by five feet. No, it's bigger. Mary, a three by five. and by 12? way bigger it is like a straight up like california king sheet size like hanging from like just picture like these charleston homes and it's like the balcony and it's hanging down from the second floor balcony all the way to the first floor floor okay okay right and, and it says like beware of this man and it has his mug shot on it <laughs> i would have gone for the black eyed one yeah, so good. Oh, also, though, while I'm thinking about it, you were totally right. It is Lori and Felicity are in Boston. 
Yeah, I I got confused of like I was thinking Boston like for colleges, but I got confused. But so you're so right, it's in Boston. Um, but T Rav is just like what what makes me sad for womankind is when somebody goes and dates somebody like this person. I guess there's a person out there for everybody. I mean, even like where's Catherine, ours? We we don't do anything bad like that. Well, we're not even, men, but even like Catherine, like repeating her patterns this week. So I got so confused because when she said she was dating someone, I was like, oh, she must be talking about her country star boyfriend. Yeah. And then we find out it's basically another T-Rav. It's bad. And now this, so her new boyfriend's ex-wife or current wife, because maybe they're not divorced, but they're going through a divorce. Like that whole thing was a little mm, spotty to me. She posted, because Catherine on the show said, yeah, she's got a mugshot like Catherine. Today she posted on Instagram Catherine's mugshot. Oh, and it's like, lady, they're not even dating anymore. Like, come on. I know. And also it was like, nobody knows who you are. It has like 29 likes on it. And I only know because like a few people have sent it to us. But I'm like, who is this lady? Like, honestly, the other drama that's happening today is way more interesting than like someone reposting Catherine's mugshot from so long ago when she was like 18. It's like also like, I really like that mugshot. That's yeah, like one, on my one of my favorite ones. Favorite. Favorite. <laughs> Well, yeah, and that's in our Jury Speaks cover photo. Yeah, it's it's like you can see the mascara running down her face. The spray tan like, where the, she's cried off the spray tan. But also like an aerial look for her as well, like mm-hmm. from The Little Mermaid. Yeah. No, I got I, I 100% get that. You're right. Okay, anyways. Let's Cap- talk about- it captures a certain je ne sais quoi. <laughs> Let's talk about Danny versus Madison versus Gentry versus Austin. Okay. A lot happened today. A lot. So, Danny po- – so, Madison posted this morning. Like, the original DM? So, yeah. I'm, I'm bringing up everything right now because okay. I'm, I, I want to make sure that we do this justice. Investigative research at its finest. I will say that Austin and Madison are still together. Austin has officially unfollowed Madison, though, as of this podcast. Oh, he did say we are having some pretty serious conversations. Maybe it was the M word. No, it felt more like the backwards of that. The D, <laughs> like, the D word. Or the B word, breakup. Yeah, I was thinking like he, divorce. He, but... like, he, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. writing out the fun right now, and, and she is ready for the M word. Okay, so she said, here's the real, here's the real. And she posts a screenshot of a conversation she had with Danny, a text convo. Would you like me to read it to you? Absolutely. Okay, so Danny said, oh, I just saw the first ones you sent. Maybe he is trying to trick you into admitting something you didn't do. I don't know what the heck he's talking about seeing texts or DMs unless he is referring to something entirely different. Madison responds, No, he's talking about Gentry. She said, on the phone with me, he seemed more agitated with Craig than anything. So they're referring to the he is Austin. Right. And this is the conversation that was had in the episode at the bar last night. Right. And so then Madison said, ugh, oh, well, he's wasted. 
And so then Danny said, this is the only thing he has, a text between me and Gentry after they called me on camera this afternoon. I explained it wasn't you who reached out. It was a mutual friend or something. That screenshot is literally his response, which proves you didn't send anything. So that's basically, I think, what's happening is that somewhere down the line that it got told that Madison DM'd Gentry herself. And I think that's oh, what they're so okay. I think that's what they're talking about and not the fact that it was a it, it felt like if if I was Danny, I would I guess well, I guess maybe her and Gentry weren't like official or anything. Well, no, no, hold on. It gets let's keep going. Okay. So then so that was a Madison store IG story. Then Danny posted on her feed, so longer than twenty four hours, the DM from Madison's friend on Instagram or okay. or Facebook Messenger, whatever it is. Hey, Gentry. My hairdresser and I were scrolling through Instagram. Also, she says where, not were, which is really annoying. And she saw your face in an ad and said you were hot. And I said I knew you. She wanted to meet you. Her name is Madison LaCroix, and she owns her own business and is now on Southern Charm. Here's her pic and DMs a pic of her. Which is like she's on Southern Charm because her boyfriend is on Southern Charm. Right. Like she's using Austin. Yeah. Like that's s- bad. So silly. So then Madison. And like you really think this girl did that without Madison's permission? Right. So then hold on. So now Madison's backtracking and she goes, let me nip this in the bud right now. This message was written by my client who was scrolling through her pictures while I was doing her hair. She showed me his picture and said, isn't he hot? To which I replied, yes, he's good looking. I never said fix me up with him. She wrote that on her own. I don't know why you are bringing this false narrative up again, especially since he has broken up with you, Danny. And that's her. But here's what makes me mad is like, no, that's also false because you said that happened on the show last night. So why are you trying to say you don't know what's going on? She she knows she's in the wrong and she's just trying to get out of it any way possible. Yeah. And then she said someone DM'd her and said, I was there for this getting my hair done that day and was telling my husband last night that this was not at all how this situation went down. And I was like, oh, that sounds like something I would send from my personal account to two judgy girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay. So then, so then she posts. Okay, let me... Let me go into our stories now because then I, I, I tried to make this all – tried to figure this all out. I also – we asked whose side are you on, Madison or Danny's? 90% on Danny's side. I mean, it's interesting because clearly Austin's getting the bad at it. Literally every single episode right. they have shown the threesome clip. Right. And so it's like you would think everyone would be Team Madison because of that. Right. But she, I think she just, it's the same thing. Like it's the same, like Eliza Limehouse effect is like they, she was brought on as everybody already hating her. Mm-hmm. So she like really didn't stand a chance, but so, okay. So Danny posted, but why that. does, but why have we decided to, to hate Madison? You know um, what I mean? Like, what did she do? Right. I, because yeah. I mean, really we should be on her side. Like the poor girl staying with this man that's had, having threesomes in front of her. Because I think I personally feel like maybe she's on the show for fame. Like not for the right reasons. Yeah. Like this might be a bachelor situation. So Madison comments on Danny's photo and says, where's his response, Danny 
for the DM as if like that makes it any better. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, yeah. So, so then, so Gentry then gets involved in this. And Gentry, bless his heart, he is so flipping cute too. Great teeth. He has posted all these stories and he's like hilarious because he's a real estate agent. So he posted this photo of like how many people have visited his Insta profile on like the last day. And he's like, wow, you guys are all really into real estate. <laughs> <laughs> like he's, he's like taking this in stride. So then he says, let's play a game of never have I ever. And so he posted DM from Madison from December. And he says, have I ever met this person? No. And Madison's DM says, hey, so strange. I've wanted to have a conversation with you for some time about some things that have been said about us. Are you interested in having a quick talk? And he just like never responded to it. And then Austin then gets involved and basically posts this screenshot from Gentry of responding to the hairdresser or the friend, Madison's friend that sent the, the client. DM. Yes, the client. Are we all following this? Let's just call mm-hmm. her. What should we call her? Let's call Jane. her Jean. Jane. Jane. Okay. So so then Madison posts a, a screenshot from the conversation with Jane that says from Gentry, haha, likewise on the scene. Let's all grab breakfast coffee soon. And thanks for the shout out to Pretty Girl. Lighting in my photo must have been real good. Ha ha. Madison comments on this saying, you want me to get involved? I will roll some heads. You ain't fooling anyone, Gentry, baby. Kid was over the moon. Oh, and just so you know, he and followed Madison LaCroix, which is her Instagram, 15 minutes ago. We've been laughing about it for months. So you've been laughing about how he unfollowed you 15 minutes ago for months? <laughs> it just seems like what is happening here is okay. It's not over. Okay. <laughs> I wish it was over. So then Gentry gets on his stories and he's like, you guys, like, I don't even want it. Like, he's very Taylor Swift in this. Like, I very much like to be excluded from this narrative. So Mm -hmm. he goes, I'm going to post the entire conversation for you. So he responds to Jane. So Jane has said, here's my friend Madison. He responds, wow, don't think I could hold a candle to Miss Madison. Appreciate you looking out with the commentary of that I know she's right there, so here's a compliment for her. And then he says, why haven't I seen you since the Telluride trip? And that's a response to Jane. And then he says, I quickly changed the subject to distract Diffuse with the knowledge knowing that she's dating someone else, a.k.a. Madison's dating Austin. So then Jane responds, that's not true. Stop it. I told her I would let you know nonetheless. Then she said, Jay and I have been hanging out a bunch since Telluride. He's a neighbor, found out lots of cycling, happy hours, too old to make it out on the scene these days. How about you? So then that's where his response says, ha ha, likewise on the scene. Let's all grab breakfast coffee soon. And he puts the commentary of referring to this friend Jane and Jay. And thanks for the shout out, lighting, blah, blah. And then he said, I politely give thanks and shares with girl he's dating at dinner later that evening. A.K.A. he told Danny all about this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now let's get your take on it. Okay. Um, this is what I think. Mm-hmm. I feel like, okay, so basically, I actually think that Austin did not hook up with those girls. But he shouldn't have brought them home. And... Like, he was partying all night with them. Do you feel like maybe the girls hooked up with each other? I, I actually, I, I really, I hear on good sources. Oh. 
that I don't think any, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe nothing happened. Okay. Well, there's just like, weird that there was underwear laying around, but maybe they went in a hot tub or something. Maybe they, I don't know. To the beach. I actually don't. Shep had told me that previously. Okay. Or <laughs> <laughs> being, okay. okay. I didn't even ask Austin. I just said like, oh, they keep on trying three. So maybe it did happen. Okay. <laughs> Besides <laughs> the point. But okay. So he is trying to make up for that incident mm-hmm. like over and over and over again. And Craig even alludes to this week. Did that incident happen because Madison was cheating on you before? So I feel like Austin's just like a super, super good guy. And he's trying to make up for this one incident. And it's like the trust as Craig and Shepta said, it is gone and mm-hmm. he can never make up for it. And he just has a lot of guilt for it. So he's willing to like, keep going along because he's trying to make up for something. Does that make sense? Yeah. He's trying to fix what's already been broken. Like he's trying to like cover a leak with a piece of duct tape. Yes. You know? So it's just, the whole thing is just, that's why also it makes it like, and I think that's why the whole cast doesn't like her is because these things have happened that they feel like maybe that maybe she's just, you know, again, not there for the right reasons, but it is interesting though, that Patricia And Madison are so, like, I know uh, Madison does Patricia's hair. So I'm wondering if, like, are they friends outside of that, though? Or, like, and she's just taking a liking to her? Like, what's going on with that? Did Pat introduce Madison to Austin? Potentially, because I I, I honestly think she might have. Like, I could see that happening. Should we just, like, kind of hop into Southern Charm and we can come back about talking about other things? Sure. So, I mean, basically, it starts out with Shep showering outside. Craig not waking up. Okay, so here's what cracked me up about Craig's room. And this is actually all of them. When they go through all the boys' houses. So, you know, uh, was it last week or the week before? We see how Craig's house is, like, completely done. Yeah. But then we go to his room. It's not done. And it's not done. Now, could I handle more scenes of Craig shirtless in bed? Sure. I can never get enough of those. Not getting out of bed. Yeah, not getting out of day. Craig Day is my favorite day of the week. You created it, and I, I, I literally, it's amazing. Wednesdays are fantastic. Wednesdays are the new Craig Day, and it's like, yeah, am I being creepy? 100%. And then I DM'd him today. <laughs> I was like, can we get a picture of you in your Jeep? And he's like, yeah, I'll send it to you later. But like, never, why? Never it. I just want to do something with it. Like, you have an idea. Yeah. Are you going to put me in the Jeep? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like with horribly, horribly done Photoshop? Yes. I just think you guys could like cruise down the boulevard together. I just put my head on somebody else's body that's like okay. in a picture with him. But like, you know, it's – we do I, I take it to a new level. And yeah, I do. It's funny, creepy, scary, and lovable. Like it – yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Don't care moving on gotta go to work yeah yep. won't be checking this for a couple hours then i get like flooded with dms and i'm like i'm sorry <laughs> like people are like people will dm and be like i mean this in the best way possible you're a perv <laughs> i'm like oh my god thank you <laughs> well i actually kind of have a funny story so this woman like flags me down today at school and she's like hey hey are you mary mahoney i'm like yeah She's like, yeah, you're going to have my son next year. I was like, oh, cool. She's like, I also heard you're two judgy girls. I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. 
you know too much. Brady. She's like, I'm going to listen. I'm like, well, it's kind of like my double life. I'm like, I'm never on Insta story at work. Like, that's all Courtney, which is actually the truth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, like you don't, you don't have to listen, but you can, but like, you'll know too much and I can get fired. But, but you're like, yeah. I will totally take care of your kids though. I will. I will. Uh-huh. They will learn how to spell their name by the end of kindergarten. You're welcome. These kids come in reading now, apparently. Damn. I know. Okay, moving yeah. on. Uh-huh. Do we really think Catherine's still working at Gwen's? Like, how do you... As a brand her? ambassador, maybe? Like, let's be real. Like, they're using her for marketing purposes. But, okay. Like, where is this money coming from? So, the $6,600 rent. Yeah. And a Rolls Royce. But also, how come we haven't seen the Rolls yet? Is it because it's getting repainted? Yeah, it's like it's getting painted. <laughs> she like the color. How much is a brand new Rolls Royce? Uh, please Google that immediately. Because also, I was like, maybe she's just leasing it. But then I'm like, she couldn't repaint it if she's getting, like, leasing it. Maybe she could. Remember when Gretchen and Slade got a Rolls Royce? For one show like yeah okay so rolls royce prices are basically starting at like three hundred thousand and more so where's all this newfound money from like, is it from her new she... boyfriend no that hunter price guy not, not that no that guy the senator or the one that's all that she's currently dating the old man because hmm. remember she's dating the older man with three kids oh man i, I six six Hundred or six thousand six hundred dollars a month. Uh huh. Spending over like about seventy thousand dollars a year on rent. Now, do I think that they make a lot? Yes, but it's like if you're spending six thousand six hundred dollars a month on rent, like just put that money into a place, like buy a place. But how come like it's so much more now? What do you mean? Like I mean, like literally, Chelsea's like my three hundred thirty-five dollar house. But Chelsea, did, so, but that's what we were saying last week is Catherine lives in like a really desirable area and Chelsea lives like more on the outskirts. No, I, 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 no, I get that, but I'm saying they're on the same show and there's a huge differentiation of what? Like price points. Right. Cause they live in different places. No, no, I know. But if they're like making around the same amount of money. Yeah. Some people are better with money than others. Oh, okay. It's what I'm assuming. Like I, oh, okay. I have to assume that. And I assume that Catherine's probably getting a shit ton of child support from Thomas. Yeah, more now. Yeah, so I, I, we find I, I assume she has, a, like, she, she must have a lot of income coming in because it's not like people will rent to you without, like, having, like, a credit check unless they're, you know, unless you're offering them something. Like a blowjob. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, something I did really like this week was... Um, Cameron's moment with her mother, Bonnie. Uh, you didn't like this? Uh, I, I felt like this whole time that Cameron has been... Now, I like the com- the conversation with her mom, sure, but this whole time Cameron has been on the show that she doesn't want to have babies, babies are gross, blah, blah, blah. And I felt like she was saying, like, and something happened to Palmer and her mom cut her off, but I thought she was saying, like, like she'd be okay. Oh my god! No, 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 no! Did you, okay, did I take that Mr. wrong? Okay, I was like, wait, what? No, she's saying, saying like, she was saying like, 
God, if God heaven, like if anything ever happened to Palmer, like I don't know what I would do with my life. And like she's having like regrets because then at the same time she's feeling like, oh, my God, it's so hard to be at home. Like it's so mind numbing. Like I like want to be around adults and like I feel really isolated all day. But then at the same time, I don't want to leave her like she's feeling really conflicted and she feels really guilty about complaining about this. Well, I think this is actually I think like, I, yeah, I, just, I, I feel like this is a common problem. Yeah, and I think I really read that situation completely wrong. I thought she was saying, like, I love her, but if something were to happen to her, I was like, no, my God, no. That's why I was like, you like this conversation? I thought this was really weird. And then I thought that her mom stepped in to be like, I don't know what you're saying, Cameron, but I'm just going to play that it's a control thing. Okay, this makes a little bit more sense, I guess. No, I thought it was, like, really endearing because at the same time you're like, you know – yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't want to go back to work. I want to be with the baby. But then you're like all at home with the baby all day. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is really hard too. Like, right. The grass I, is greener nowhere. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, so I laughed because when you get a nanny, <laughs> some of us can't afford that. I would like a nanny for myself, I guess, as a personal assistant. I want an Anna that Craig has. I I would take one of those as well. Yeah. Okay. Amazon's kind of my Anna. Who is? Amazon. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> okay, so they then... They deliver everything you want to your door. They do. Within two days, which is lovely. I wish it was faster. Me too. Um, so then we go to, like, a coffee shop, and Shep is like... This is like, and this is so typical Shep. He's like, I want something that tastes good. And you're like, uh, like the MVP of this episode was like the, the barista. She's like, caramel and vanilla. He's like, yeah. He, he's just, he like, he has like that nervous twitch to too. Like he always is shaking his leg. Mm-hmm. Like he can't just like calm. Mm-mm, no. And then he, he called his got to be doing something. And he called his mom. And I love that he, because this is actually in reality, right? That he got a dog and named him Craig. Mm-hmm. So I think that's funny, and I love and I love when Craig came in, and Craig goes, "Can I get a double rose?" <laughs> and I was like, "This is why I love you, Craig." And then later, when he ordered the cucumber and tomato salad, I was like, "Ugh." Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently: Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. I used to be one of those people who thought they didn't have time to prioritize wellness, but I recently came across Aloe Moves and now my whole mindset has changed. The app makes it super easy to keep a wellness routine and keep you on track. They have everything in one place. There's yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, and so much more. They have everything from beginners to advanced. Aloe Moves has uh, flow classes that 
will fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending what you're feeling that day. And if you're trying to get in a good sweat, they have award-winning workout classes from sweat-inducing yoga flows, HIIT classes, or reformer Pilates workouts with or without weights. Those HIIT classes are a challenge, but I also love that I can decide if I want to do um, a 10-minute class, a 20-minute class. I like to do like three 10-minute classes. They go by super fast, and all of a sudden it's like, wait, I've done 30 minutes of working out. They also have um, a lot of things for stress relief, meditations, affirmations, face yoga, dry brushing, journaling, just getting you to have a quiet moment to yourself. And when it comes to sleep, it's just as important as fitness and nutrition. Um, Ever since I watched The Art of Sleep on Aloe Moves, I'm falling asleep faster and staying asleep longer. I can't recommend Aloe Moves enough. It's so much in one place. Also obsessed with the healthy recipes. Um, Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use code TJG for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com code TJG, alomoves.com code TJG. You guys need to check out this brand. It's called Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y. It is all designed in Canada. And these products are truly made to enhance any space and provide a source of comfort. It is really that thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living at a very affordable price. Cozy products are affordable, allowing Americans to purchase high quality products at a very fair price. Um, They offer great value to its customers, and it's a direct-to-consumer business structure. Also, their customer service is exceptional. It's created around the customers from product design to assembly. Cozy offers an effortless shopping experience to make people feel supported. So you can see the product in your space in augmented reality, and you can customize the product to your taste. Um, Also, you can like add on modules to your sofa. So like if you're an apartment and then you like move to the burbs and you have your dream house and you need to add on to your couch, you can do that with Cozy. The delivery is fast and free and the assembly is truly a breeze and the products are carefully designed for durability. Transparent your living space today with Cozy. Visit cozey.com and start customizing your furniture. I love it. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. Visit cozy.com now. I'm so mad I didn't know about Quince a long time ago. It's Q-U-I-N-C-E. It is beautiful, luxurious items for the right price. You can get a 100% cashmere sweater for $50. Beautiful, wears well, I'm obsessed, has many different colors like camel, black, grays, gorgeous, gorgeous stuff. Also, you guys, they have 14 karat gold jewelry. I'm obsessed. I wear their puffer jacket. I wear their linens. Their linens are beautiful. They also even have sheets. Um, the best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. It's like Jenny K vibes for my wallet. Um, they partner directly with um, top factories and Quince cuts the cost out with the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And literally 
you need to start shopping there. It's it's luxury, unbeatable prices. You can indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash judgy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash judgy to get free shipping and 365 day returns. I mean, This is like, if you want to elevate your wardrobe and you can get a whole new wardrobe for an affordable price with Quince, basic, beautiful stuff. Um, I can't recommend them enough. Go to quince.com slash judgy. If there was an overachieving credit card that helps you build credit, this would be it. And when your credit's good, your future is good. You guys have to check out the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. This was on Salt Lake City in the Bahamas. Monica was using it. There is no annual fee interest or credit check to get started. You are building credit using your own money. And by the way, you can get a checking account too. There's a lot of Um, benefits. You can get paid up to two days early with your direct deposit. If you open up a qualifying direct deposit, you can access your money sooner. They even have a fee-free overdraft. It's called SpotMe. So you can overdraft up to $200 without fees with the SpotMe when you set up your qualifying direct deposit. You just set up the qualifying direct deposit, sign up for the spot me and chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. They have access to 60,000 plus um, fee-free ATMs. That is more than the top three national banks combined. So start building your credit, open a Chime checking account with at least a $200 qualifying direct deposit to get started. Get started at chime.com slash judgy. That's chime.com slash judgy. The Chime credit card builder visa credit card is issued by the bank corp bank na or stride bank na member of fdic out of network atm withdrawals and over-the-counter advance fees may apply call 1-844-244-6363 for details late payments may negatively impact your credit score results may vary early access to direct deposit funds depend on your payer spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits do apply Everyone's getting like the pulled pork sandwich. Yeah, and he just gets them. I mean, that's, that's how he stays so svelte. But I also love like how he spent his night. He's like, I made these 20 pillows and I just, last night I really grinded it out and I just took pictures of every single pillow. <laughs> so, you know, my business is booming. He's like, and I ate 12 Slim Jims. Courtney, how much would you pay if Craig said he would sleep on the pill, leave a little, um, what's that called? Drool. Oh, okay. And I was trying to figure out what you were going to hold on to. And send that to you. Uh, I don't want that. <laughs> a cranky pillow. Uh, no, I want Craig, a body pillow in the shape of Craig. People were asking him, like on a live about body pillows by Craig. They were asking him that? Yeah. Oh my God. When they all went live last night? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would take a Craig body pillow, wrap myself mm. around that. I do not want a Craig drool pillow. I don't think that that will age well. I turn you on. Well, and but you have to like wash pillows, so I just yeah. no, I'm good. Got it. Um, okay, let's talk about Chelsea's relationship with this man. I love it because I think that this is me. 
Oh, you want you want to go out with a sailor? No, I met like someone who's like I, I doesn't I don't have to be with them all the time. Mm-hmm. So no pressure. That's all. But I just want to be Chelsea. <sighs> I want that body. Mm-hmm. Um, I was laughing too when they were at Naomi's. Um, Nico. Yeah, they're at Nico the restaurant. They're at it was the, oh, like, I'm a, going there. What you're gonna go there? Yeah, when I go. Great. And I was laughing when Cam saw uh, Metul. It's she did the same thing with Steve Gold. Like where she just like started sweating and like just was like she's he's nervous. She's like married and she's like, oh my god, this guy's so hot though. Like, I, 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 what am I going to say? Like, she lost her words talking to Steve Lodge. Steve Lodge or Steve Gold? <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever lost. Her. I, I hope it's Steve Lodge. I hope it's Steve Lodge. It's the concussion, okay? <laughs> I'm like 50. It's like halfway there. Oh, poor God, Mary. Oh, bless Now you guys will rewatch and re-listen. You'll be like, now I hear it. Now I know why. I know. The people who left mean reviews about Mary, fuck (laughs) you. That's all I have to say. We would read those reviews and be like, if they only knew what she went through. Okay. So you can go ahead and update your review to five stars or leave it if you want to leave it, change it to a one star because I just said, fuck you. You decide. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, uh, Cameron and Steve Lodge and Metul. <laughs> I don't know if you're doing gold. Gold. I, I know. Okay. But watching her like freak out over him, I was like, would that be how I would be if I saw Craig? And then she's like, you know, he's pretty exotic. We don't have too many of them in Charleston. I was like, oh, I wonder if she's going to get in trouble for saying that. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay, and then we so then we go into like now. Granted, we talked about this, so like I don't think we need to like fully rehash it. Just okay. Let me just kind of like break it down. So yeah. basically, they're like super. They all go out to lunch or dinner, and they're like super nervous, like about to tell Austin about the DM. Shep and, and Craig's conversation here was making me laugh so hard. Uh, okay, because they're like. You know, uh, we got to tell you something like, uh, um, it, you know, it's an, it's not like a Watergate scandal. And, you know, you know, you, you can do what you'd want with it. Like, we're, and then we're, Shep was like, Craig, can you just tell Austin what happened? He just like cuts him off. Like he before he was like, OK, I'm going to like tee you up for you to come in and then just like doesn't. But also like they were getting such pleasure at the same time out of telling him this and pleasure out of him having to confront her. And like you could see in Shep's eyes, he literally said it. He's like, now you're back on our team. Like now we can have those boys nights, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> right. Like, like, but he, they, they were, he hates... were having pleasure from it. Don't you agree? Yeah. But do you think, well, Craig, lo- Craig is like the little town gossip. Like when Chelsea was telling the story about, Madison DMing and she's like oh yeah you know Craig told me and like Danny was like who or somebody's like who told Craig she's like I don't know some girl and Danny's like me I'm the girl (laughs) like Craig is like the little town gossip and he's just like so like and now I actually think Craig tells the truth like he's very like on the nose with things like when he was even like um I've been in like this is a bad relationship and I and in my head I said that's deep coming from you sort of thing and he goes and if it's come, if that's coming from me, like he's very on yeah. the nose with this. So like I felt yeah. like 
he he wanted to, but like Shep was like, let's make this like dramatic. Like let's take shots. Let's get let's get wasted. I mean, the, the you got to do it on a Tuesday. That it's always got to be on a Tuesday. And Shep's and like, like, it's Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> the Red Bull shots, the like, missiles. Oh, that's horrible. Slash, I was weirdly intrigued. No, that would just go straight up your nose. I feel you like. know who would love that. PK. Oh, that's true. That's true. He would love that. Um, I just it, it's I felt bad after. No, he but had- then Austin's like first reaction was like, you know what? No, this is like you guys are on a witch hunt. Like you guys are trying to bring her down, and like he didn't even really want to get into it. And I think he was like pissed. Like you guys did this on camera. Like tell me this stuff offline. Yeah, and I just well I felt bad for him too because I I feel like he already knew about this stuff and he like. The fact that Danny knew, which means he's probably like, okay, all the girls know. So, like, I'm the last to find out, and I thought we were, like, all friends. Mm-hmm. But then when he did call, and he basically was, like, grabbing his dick, yelling like he's single again. And then when he was crying, I felt a little bad. I, I think it was, like, a weird situation because he could clearly, like, feel the enjoyment that Craig and Shep were getting out of this. And he was, like, I thought – I think in his mind he was, like, maybe this is the one that I could marry. I mean, he said that. Which is interesting. I, I think what's interesting to me, too – yeah, you know what I mean? But I think what's interesting is I wonder if Austin felt more mature in that relationship because she has a son. Mm-hmm. And if you recall, I believe it was last week – Last week, Austin didn't go out one night because Madison had her son. Mm-hmm. And so they were, like, all hanging out. So I wonder if this was, like, if that was a kind of, like, a slice of life of where he's, like, I'm in this, like, partying ways. Like, maybe we're giving him too much credit, though. But, like, I'm in this partying ways, and I can't really see a way out of it because I'm consistently out with Shep, out with Craig. Like, we're partying, we're partying. But, like, maybe if I, you know, attach myself to somebody who's got a kid, is, like, living, like, you know, has responsibility that, like, I can move out of this lifestyle. There's something he's very drawn to her, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think she's pretty. Yeah, she's pretty. They, yeah. They're, okay, like, when he made her dinner, like, there was, I think it was awkward because it was, like, on camera. And he doesn't have a dining room table. They're eating on the floor out of his coffee table. It felt forced, though. Like, he was really trying to make an effort and, and show his love, like, the act, acts of whatever act that one is. What, which one is Affirmation. That? Yeah. Well, like, yeah, he like went out of his way, made a nice dinner, wanted oh, to enjoy yeah. the company. Like, so, well, there's might have been a couple of so there's uh, uh, words of affirmation, then there's gifts, then there's quality time. So he's trying to hit all those oh, quality time mm-hmm. and gifts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's you know, it's going to be a rough season for Austin. Yeah. I, I I expect him to come up, come back though. Okay let's, okay, let's talk Beverly Hills let's, first because I think... Like, wait, let's talk about our ad. Let's talk about our ad. Okay, you guys, it's Who's That Housewife Again, my new favorite game. Um, it's time to whoop it up, Real Housewives aficionados, because your Bravo brilliance is now an asset with Who's That Housewife? The fresh new game that celebrates the most iconic housewives from seasons, past, and presents. It's the only game where you can say pernicious, <laughs> close your legs to married men. <laughs> so that's Camille, Nini. Okay. Um, but guys, check out Who's That Housewife. It's a party game in uh, in a form and guaranteed to transform any occasion into turtle 
time. Guys, it's super fun. You basically have like uh, a headpiece and you put a card in. You can ask like yes or no questions or, um, you know, you're just trying to figure out who you are. It's super fun. It's a great icebreaker. I think the fact that, like we said, you can use these like fun lines to help describe who you are, you know, it, it makes for a good time. Plenty of housewives have already bought it. Where can they find this, Mary? Go to www.wwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwwww
very interested. Uh-huh. Okay, people had a lot to say. They were really pissed that Kyle, that Kyle said she can't afford to be sick. Like there was like multiple things about Kyle not being able to afford to be sick. Like people were pissed about that. And like you guys, I think what makes me mad about like people get so up in arms about all these housewives. I'm like, but this is why we watch them. Nobody can afford to be sick, though. Like, I mean, right. she's just saying, like, I mean, sorry, she just had to go to Hawaii for a wedding and then come <laughs> back and put on a Ferris wheel Farrah party. Farrahween. Like, it's hard. And, I, and, you know, sorry, sorry she didn't fit into her $600. $615 bunny. that she bought another one. So she, And then Mauricio ripped it, so it cost $1,230. And But then she goes, don't even ask me how much the cottontail costs. It's like $45. <laughs> It's like you just spent $1,230 on two on the size you wanted to be and the size you are. Who, Which is how many times have you? I still have jeans that I've never worn that are like $140 jeans because I've always thought I'd fit into them. Yeah, I'm like, I'll lose 10 pounds. <laughs> and I, I literally, and then I just ordered new jeans this past week. <laughs> well, Navy Rockstar jeans no, coming in the mail. I got some Everlanes actually. They're the best. I know. I, I had to invest in some like. Nice. You know, sometimes you have to just like look a little bit better than Old Navy. I get it. Not that I'm not hating on Old Navy, but you know. Um, but yes, I thought. I, well, I also thought what was whole fun, like was so funny too, is the fact that they were like in Hawaii and they're like, "Oh, Camille, your wedding was so great." So let me tell you about LVP and the lie detector test. <laughs> I'm like, she just got married. But they keep on like bringing up the the construction workers. And it just is like super uncomfortable. I'm like, is that a made up story or like, is was that? Yes, it has to be. I mean, can you even like make them do that? I guess if they didn't want their job, they would just not go to the lie detector test, the construction worker. I don't. I think the whole thing is weird. It's like that's the story you guys make up. Like, what about like? No, they're like so thirsty. They're like, um, wait, did she reach out to you on your wedding day? Yeah, and it's all. And she she like, was at the Dodgers game. Like, yeah, she tweeted about it. Is like, what is she supposed to do? N- tweet Happy Wedding Day, Camille? Like, who gives a shit? But then this is super interesting. This this the the article that comes out the people the people article. I kind of liked it. I, it almost like it made me like Camille because I felt like it was like, hey, you guys want to talk about this during my wedding? Fuck you! I'm going to release an article supporting LVP. She's like, I respect her decision not to come. And, but I mean, the flip flopping on her. Flippy flopper. Camille released the radar online story. Do you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I kind of love that theory. Now, listen, she's been talking about this season. She's done a lot of work and she doesn't even get paid like the real housewives do. She's done a lot of work. And radar online said it was a housewife. And now that we've gotten this article, huh, just saying, and she don't like Teddy. She don't like Dorit either. I really like this theory. Mm-hmm. John I Sessa, think- let us know. Okay. Are you thinking Let's about DM it? DM him. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Then we'll have to like talk to him. I. You can um, do you can do that on your off week next week, you know? Okay. Or your on week, I guess. On week. Yeah, you do that. 
Um, okay. I, I like that she did it. And then all, all the women in the car were just like talking all this shit. And I was like, okay, I actually kind of feel bad for Camille though, because like Kyle was just in her wedding, regardless if it was like a business arrangement or not. And then they're just like all, all like talking mad shit. And you could just see like in Edwin and Maurizio just being like, okay, time to flip the switch of not listening. They're just done. Yeah. Well, even like Kyle's, like she always like her eyes were like wide open and she just didn't say anything. It just felt like she knows not to say anything in those situations. But it's like just enough. I feel like, so I have to like get out my thought. Ugh. Eh. Okay. What did you think about the mammogram scene? Ugh, that was a lot. I actually teared up. I. So here's the thing. I. It's like I like the scene, but also like I don't watch Housewives to watch them go get a mammogram. Okay, I I completely agree with that, but I think it did like show awareness and that like you right. gotta go do this stuff early. And I thought it was really interesting. Like I didn't know that about Rena's mom and her half sister. I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know Kyle's mom died of breast cancer. I don't think I knew what she died from. I didn't either. So, I mean, but God, my heart dropped. Like that's just the worst when you're at the doctor's office and they're like, Yeah, you gotta do more. I think that just also, like, kind of annoyed me, though, because I was, like, what? Like, they had to make it so dramatic. And it was, like, okay, if we're going to talk a serious subject, like, making this, like, a cliffhanger into a commercial, like, that's not cool. Oh, I felt like they, like, really connected all the dots. She was, like, I found out on, like, when I was 30 that my mom had breast cancer and, like, I don't know, it tied it in for me. No, I know, but I'm saying, like, the dramatic of, like, oh, we need to do it again. And they like I felt like they were like building it up to where it was like okay either like bring us awareness of this because I do like you said like it is like great to do I don't necessarily like want to see it but then when it was like oh we have to do it again and then she's like oh god like we have to like watch Kyle freak out and I'm like this is like too real in the sense of like why I watch my housewives does that make sense no I I, I get it but I guess that what I was just I guess what I was taking away out of it was that hopefully that people will go to their mammograms here really sure 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 yeah seeing the good guys yeah that's totally fine i i I must have watched all these episodes wrong i need more moments of like of eloise opening up tequila you know (sighs) many happy endings i i love like i i didn't even catch that at first i didn't i I love that I, it's so funny. I just love that Aaron. I love Aaron's relationship with Eloise. Oh, like I thought that. Like I want more Denise. I want more Aaron. I want more Eloise. I want maybe an appearance I think from Charlie. They could get their own show. The, no, Denise had her own show though. And right, so, but it, I mean, reality TV is so different now. Yeah, I think they could carry their weight. Yeah, their, their own. Family. I mean, I'd watch it. Put it on Bravo. Could you imagine how pissed Kyle and LVP would be? Livid. But I also feel like I loved seeing Denise stick up for Rena this week. Yeah. So let's go to – so we go to Farrowine, which is – now, would you want your parents to throw you a 30th birthday? Yeah. Okay. I, we had we had my little sister's 30th birthday at my parents' house. No, but your own. It's a little bit different when it's like a friend. Do you want Carmi and like Chucky you know, throwing your party? 
Yeah, no, totally. That's all good with me. Okay. Like I was thinking, like, I huh? mean, but I actually, if it was worth 15 Birkin bags, I'd just ask for the money. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally agree. And like, did anybody ride the Ferris wheel besides the women that they forced on for a funny moment to see Kyle freak out again? Her panic attacks this season have gotten. <laughs> They're extreme. extreme. Like, I get, she, she's just such a worry wart about everything. Yeah. Everything. Okay. So let's talk about the costumes. So Dorit's like, this has been the best costume that we've ever done as a couple. I'm like, you all fucking came as cats. And PK came, as Danny Pellegrino said, as Lucius Malfoy. I thought, I thought he looked good. God damn it. We watch these shows so differently. <laughs> I thought he like, really was portraying him. Well, okay, so then I had to look up because I needed to make sure that Carl Lagerfeld was still alive at that time because I could see them being like, oh, he's dead. Let's honor him. Right. <laughs> but he didn't pass until February. But I was like, I could just see them doing something like that. And then Erica Jane, who literally has a costume for every single day of her life, just shows up in a fucking cheetah onesie. Really basic. How really dare basic. you? Like, how dare you? And then Harley Quinn is so... That is tip. That would be exactly what Teddy would come as. She is, yeah. She just missed yeah. the mark. Um, Get and that then Razzie Award. I, yeah, and and then like was Denise like Marie Antoinette? I couldn't really figure that out. I felt like she was very. Maybe she was dressing as Sonia when Sonia forgot her yeah. underpants at that party. Yes, and she had the huge bruise on her ass. Yeah, I was thinking maybe that's how Denise came, and then. Kyle, Kim, Kim, wait, yeah. Kim as a gangster, but, she, but like with a backpack. But she also like there's all these memes going around. Looked very Britney Spears, me against the music. That wasn't. She was literally a gangster with a backpack. I know, but she just like. And then when she showed up, you could tell Kyle was like so nervous when she showed up. She's like, "Oh, is that my sister? Please be anybody else." <laughs> <laughs> don't drink any skinny margaritas tonight but it was just was like so funny and then uh, who else are we missing oh camille came as like Catwoman, and then, i thought she did a good look as Catwoman. yeah but i did and laugh what? when dorit said oh did she bring a mask to cover all of her faces like i'm kind of like i've already heard that joke before oh i thought i i was like dorit's not bothering me as much season. oh oh she i'm but, enjoying her what what was farah was she, was she a, like, was she Jasmine? Uh, I don't know what, or like a geisha girl or. A, I don't no, think not a geisha. geisha. <laughs> a Greek girl, or like a Greek goddess or something. I didn't I know. know what Farrah was, nor was Faye a schoolgirl or Harry Potter. You know what? It doesn't matter because Halloween is the one night a year where you can dress like a slut and nobody can say anything about it. Totally. Mean girls. Um, but I I was laughing, though, because I thought Kyle looked great, but she's so insecure, like, pulling at everything all the time. I was like, can you just, like, just be confident in your – like, you look – like, she looked amazing. I, I it was quite the costume for mm-hmm. a 50-year-old woman to be wearing. Good for you. I, can, I can't even wear that at 33. So more props to you. But I was dying about – she's like, has your dad seen the costumes yet? <laughs> Yeah, and she's like, don't tell him I bought him for you. She's like, yeah, I said mom bought She's like, ah, Sophia! But what was Sophia wearing? Like, a silver... She was an alien? Who knows? Who but, knows? So then... 
So we knew because we'd seen social media that Rena came as Erica Jane, Rena Jane, over and, the top. And I was laughing so hard because I'm like, here we go, Rena just trying to fucking get on Erica's good side again. No, like, but I mean this, this like killed it. Yes, but except that Erica only wants to hang with Denise. Yeah, yeah, no, but okay, but then what? I I think Rena like fucking nailed the look. But the thing that got to me, I was like, you need, wait, stop, stop pretending you are Erica. Like the character thing really creeps me out. Well, and that's not how er- Erica's not really a bitch to, to like all the girls. Like she's just like kind of cold, but she's not like, like she would never be like, fuck you. Like, I think it was really fucked up that you gave that bunny back to Renna. Yeah. It's like, when like, has Erica ever really been confrontational? Like, her first season, she said, like, yeah, who said, like, she was, like, a little confrontational, but she would never say something like that. It was, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Make this stop. Make this stop. Like, and then I thought it was interesting that they gave Kim a confessional on this. I actually did not like that. No, because you know what? It's like, Kim, I don't feel bad for you. No, no. And I also think I actually really liked their sit down conversation. I I loved that Denise um, says like, you know what? Like, don't say her costume looks bad. Like you guys are talking about a fucking stuffed animal and it hurt her feelings. Okay. And I like that Denise was not Mm -hmm. letting Kim get away with it. And and I thought actually it was really interesting that Kyle actually stuck up for Kim because I feel like she never does. Um, yeah. And then Kim was like, well, my, my feelings aren't hurt. And then Denise was like, well, then what's your problem? I'm talking about a bunny who fucking cares. I love that. And I did. Yeah. I love that. I think like they're both like clearly in the wrong, like perpetuate, like it's like Kim did the bunny because you said she was close to dying. Like you're both wrong. Right. And neither of you are going to, going to admit to the other one. like, neither one is going to like bend the knee, so to speak for either, you know? And so, but I thought that their talk was good, but I just, yeah, Rena in character. No, but then like Rena kept on going with it. She's like, do you want me to bring back a message to Rena? It's like, yeah. no, stop. Just get out of character. Okay. Yeah. It was like, it was weird. The whole thing, I didn't like it. And I just thought it was just so funny. Cause like Erica just is like, but Denise, you're hot. And then Rena would be like, but I'm you. Like, that's what I just felt like the whole vibe was. And then like when she was like, Rena was by herself in the DJ booth. And she's like, I'm spinning. Fuck you. I'm Rena Jane. I'm like, I, I, I liked the outfit. I like loved the eyes. No. Oh, I thought she did a great job. But I was like, but you don't need to be in character the whole time. It's okay. But I did laugh when they did the Halloween flashback. And they didn't seem to show the Sid and Nancy where Harry was wearing a swastika shirt. Mm-hmm, I noticed mm-hmm. that they left that one out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I thought that was funny. Um, okay. Do you feel like Kim ever apologized to Rena in that moment? Uh, so I think it's an interesting thing because we've said this with like Lou, right? Is like addicts, like they should in their in their um, process of recovery, like have to say sorry. And I think I notice with people like people like uh, Kim or people like Luann is that they never actually really apologize. Have you noticed that? I don't want to like. I don't, I, I don't want to dip my foot too much into and like you know stick my foot in my mouth kind of I, thing. I feel like Rena like Rena was like finally like okay you know what Kim like that wasn't appropriate what I just did and you know 
I was really scared to see you. And she's just like so forthcoming. Mm -hmm. And she's like, but you never apologized for that moment. And that really, really shook me. And, and Kim just never really, I like she half ass came around to it and then they like shook hands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well then they hugged too, but it was, Did yeah. They? Yeah. But. The whole thing. I, I just like to see that scene. I was like, don't care. Oh, okay. I, I, I guess I really love but, Rona. I know. But wait, I also, I want to talk about was, I thought it was interesting. Like Kyle does her cute little speech and then it was like, your dad's here. And like, it was Mauricio. And I'm like, well, that's not your dad. I mean, her real dad was, her was real there. dad there. Yes. So I, that made me feel weird. Well, so, but also the scene was kind of spliced too. So like maybe she was saying your dad's here and like the dad did come on the stage. Cause they're, oh, like, okay. cause they're very close. Like they go, they like vacation together. Like her dad lives, he used to come into it when I worked in a hair salon, he used to come in there, but he lives in like, um, Indonesia or like Bali or something. Oh, but like they're very close so i don't think that it was like any like ill intent like i think she actually calls mauricio dad like she works at the agency so like they clearly have like a close relationship yeah um yeah she's got two dads and a whole lot of love Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. shall we roni i've just okay this episode was so cringeworthy and amazing and iconic. And this is what the other fucking franchise need to work up to. They truly do. But, like, so we it started off with Sonia at Lou's rehearsal. And she is, like, a fucking motor, like, with- running. Now, I have a couple theories. Okay. One. Adderall or mm-hmm. Ritalin mm-hmm. or Two. antidepressants. And drinking? Well, then, so then I'm like, so basically she's, so the, the reason I thought antidepressants was because, like, she had, like, I think she has, like, two drinks and is just fucking loaded. Yeah. But, but, but like, I'm saying, what do you think? You think she was on antidepressants and having drinks at Luann's show? Like, at her the practice? No. At there, I think it was, like, an Adderall-Ritalin situation. Like, she was high. Yeah, like, there was a lot. Like, I was cracking. I wanted to, I tried to record the scene. It was just, it was, like, two minutes long. She's on fire. Like, critiquing the entire show. Like, oh, Lou, you sure you want to say that? Oh, yeah. Like, ah, like, to where the point of, like, the director, the directors were pissed. And then I laugh when Luanne goes, I didn't even invite her. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she just showed up. Now, what do you think about the Giovanni Award? No, I think that's hilarious, but I guess you can't say it if if your friend doesn't want to be a part of it. Uh, I think, too, if her and Lu- if Dorinda and Luann were in a different place, mm-hmm. that it would be funny. But this is literally, like, where all their drama started last year from, like, the Giovanni stuff is that you, like, like she's still and trying to poke to be, fun at Dorinda. You just have to be, like, I, I mean... Lou is trying to sell this show, okay? Like, I hear the Atlanta show is not doing well. Oh, well, I heard at the Atlanta show that uh, she's saying rehab. I mean, she's saying that. Like, you try to make me go yeah. to rehab. I mean, she's saying I that at our show, too. Know. So it's, like, part of it. She also saying, like, Jailhouse Rock. Like, she's saying... Well, she's saying Jailhouse Rock at ours. No, I know, but I'm saying, like, she's singing... Like, this is just, like, a routine that she's singing, but it's, like, I thought the show's got moved back and canceled. Like, what's going on? Like, I'm confused about 
what's fully happening. I think just that one got canceled. Oh, But okay. also, like, what's the deal with this weekend? They were celebrating Memorial Day at Lewis Sack Harbor home with Marisol from Miami. And, like, Marisol, like, has a bottle of champagne to her face. Oh, yeah. like there And, like, people are literally, like, Lou's getting caught out drinking. Like, people are seeing her. I mean, even in the in the house in Miami, like, there's a glass of wet, red wine that looks like she drinks from a couple of times. Oh, I didn't notice that. Like, and then, but also, like, I also, I, I felt bad for Luann because, like, I mean, this was such a toxic, toxic environment for her to be in. It well, I, I think it's just I still find it rude. Like, I'll say it every week. I find it rude how drunk her friends get in front of her, unless they know that she's secretly drinking or like something's going on. Like, it's it's pretty rude. Mm. Like. And I know maybe it doesn't make for great TV or something, but like Luann should have, like, they should be going to like a spa and they should be like chilling. And then maybe they go out at night or something. But like to get that drunk in the house. Yeah. And to have all that alcohol around her, it's like you guys are actually, like, I felt like they're like, we don't care if she fails or not, like, or, you know, succeeds or not. Like they kind of, I feel like they're so annoyed at the Giovanni stuff that they almost like want to see her, like, downward spiral bethany posted a photo from the miami trip of like all of them hugging and lou's not in it mm. and so it's just interesting like i feel like that they're kind of like well, but then also it's like also lou can dish it right back like she's going around and saying is sonia on pills like maybe she's taking what? something yeah. she's so manic yeah you know because she's an expert on substance abuse now well, yeah, and but that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I that's why I think Lou, the whole thing where she's like, she's pissed, she's the one who got caught. It's like she's like planting these little seeds to like maybe Sonia's not all there. Yeah, like maybe yeah. that should happen. Maybe uh, <laughs> like Lou calling the probation officer. <gasps> Hi, you just like unexpectedly show up. I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be in Miami, close to the scene of the crime, close to Palm Beach. Just and let you know. She's like, okay, thanks, bye. I used to be a countess. Yeah. Now I'm a jailhouse rock. Okay, but we also had another Jill Zarin appearance. That was like a nothing appearance. It was like a high bye. So with my so with my new car, I get like three free months of Sirius XM. And so I've been listening to Radio Andy here and there. And so today, Jeff Lewis had Jill on. And Jill's like, I texted Dorinda nine days ago and she still hasn't responded. I heard the girls are icing her out. Yeah, but it's also like, yeah, because you know why? Bethany doesn't want you back on the show. But she's like, I'm more calm now. And they're like, well, why did you do the show? And she's like, I guess I should have said like Bethany, like I'm doing it for money. But I wanted um, Allie to have a memory. And I was like, that's what fucking photos are for, Jill. Like, all the things that she was saying were, I mean, granted, she said, like, to promote her business. And, like, yes, she had, like, Zarin Fabrics and all this stuff. But it was, like, she just so desperately wants to be back on the show. I know. It's very sad. Actually, I the rug, like, I want one of her rugs. They're, like, really stainless. Uh-huh. They're, and they're, like, well, they're saying, because Jeff Lewis bought one. And it's, oh, like, funny. So, basically, when Bobby passed, the uh, Zarin Fabrics went to her son, uh, to his son, her stepson. Oh, okay. And she opened up the rug stuff. So that's like her new business venture. Oh, got it. Mm-hmm. But it was just was like interesting because I'm like, oh, man, Jill thinks she's changed and she like hasn't at all. Yeah. 
which was great. But I was just laughing at like the tree lighting ceremony. Like that was Dorinda's big apple circus moment. I know. And she just made it nice. But she also talks to third person. Spirit is alive. Her third person when she's like, and if you know Dorinda, you know she makes it nice. I'm like, that's you. <laughs> and why why does the man like show up in Navajo chic? It needs to stop. Well, but she's isn't she part she Indian? She is Navajo, I think. We've done this before and we still don't know what she but she's part Indian, so I think it's okay, right? I don't know. It's just like she just loves a good hat. On one side and then yeah, and then and then when Sonia's like, "Oh, you think I'm manic? I'm gonna go manic on you!" And I was like, "Oh God!" Little did we know. Little did we know. And then we're in Miami, people, and Ramona's really excited to see all the boys. But let's talk about the car ride first. Tinsley <laughs> getting kicked out of the car. I was talking about Sonia farting, saying it's still in her pants. She had mm-hmm. to get out, shake it out from her butt, and then get back in the car. Now, see, a moment like this, I'm like, she is just fucking with us. Like, she knows that's going to get on camera. No, I think I, she had some, I think she had a drink or two on the plane. I I do think she's in on it, though. I think some of that, but that's like, that's like a Why would you too- say that? Why would you say that? To get a laugh. Because I think she's slightly intoxicated, though. Like, I, why did she say any of this stuff? Why did she try to pee in a bathtub? <sighs> Like, why does she do any of this? Like, I think she's like, something's not right. Well, I think it's, this is really what it comes from. Because this is actually, she's super upset because Ramona is making out with Harry Duman. They were Frenchin'. They were Frenchin'. And, and you got a little jealous, didn't you? I, <laughs> oh my God, I can't imagine Frenching him. But. Why? Because it's too exciting for you? Back in the day, back in the day. In 2013, okay? Maybe. <laughs> um... But I do kind of like understand where she's coming from. She's just hurt because that is, that is your breaking girl code. And she has already gone to a lot of places with Harry and Ramona should not be doing that to her. You don't do that to your friend. But here's, yeah, I agree. I think the girl code, I could also see Sonia getting drunk and be like, Ramona, you should make out with Harry. Like I can see that. I, I think see I think thing. Harry's a no. I can understand a little bit more about like the Tom stuff with Lou because that was like a after hour situation. Like you come to my house in double digits time, right? Like um, and nothing good happens after eleven p.m. Yeah, yeah but yeah. but Harry in her head. Yeah, but a little bit. I think so too, but I also think like yes, because remember they like fake got engaged, but then Lou right. went home with him that night. So like I think there's definitely a pass there, but yeah, there's something there's something a disconnect for Sonia of why like and it shows whenever she talks to any of her of her like quote unquote men that like they they like to have fun with her, but they don't take her seriously. She's not marriage material for them, and so I feel bad, and I get that, but I think that there's also like. Then say this to Ramona as opposed to sharing a room with her because she's literally going to laugh you off every time because your actions are totally different than your words. And that sucks. But it really pisses me off that Ramona will never admit to like hooking up with any of these guys. No, not even Mario. Do you think she hooked up with Tej? Taj? Raj? It's Tej. Tej. Like, like Rage. Like or Paige. Page or Rage. Um, no, but Tage is actually a host of a talk show in Kentucky. No, really? He is. Stop. Yes. Um, I like, like Sonia, that poor man, like she's, look at my underwear. Do you want a drink? But that was like so awkward. 
that Luann, she better get off her high horse. Like the whole thing when I was like, when Ramona gets the name right, you need to know how fucked up you are. Like when she took out the shoes and she was like, oh, it's underwear. I was like, this is used underwear. I know it. It's not it's not clean underwear. It is like a pair of underwear that her her stiletto got hooked on from like the closet. Totally. Totally. What do you want me to wear tonight? I need something to hide my belly. You kind of have a belly too. Yeah. It was like, what is happening? Like, why don't you have like Dorinda making a cocktail? Like she's teaching like, All him right, how so- to make a mojito. Oh my god. You need a little bit more vodka slash the bottle. Yeah. More lime, and I just like a splash of water. But was the water really more vodka? I, or like yeah, a bottle probably. of gin or something? Like I was like, I, 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 I don't was thinking, And then she's like, there you go. She's like, Lanny Chambers, he, he's from NSL. He loves my mojitos. <laughs> like she, her face, like just like looking at her hair, like so disheveled. Yeah. I was like, Wow, that's why I'm like, they must have had some drinks on the plane or something because I don't even understand how they got to this point. I thought it was really funny too. Like, Dorinda's hair looked awful. Like, she just had it pulled back really terrible. And I'm like, they literally had privet the house, but they couldn't even do Sonia's hair because she was so drunk with the curling iron. Like, they're like, this is too dangerous. If you look closely in the scene too, is that the hairdresser is literally recording the bathtub stuff go down. Oh, I I didn't see that, but I also I like saw her like rolling her eyes at them, like I just like she like couldn't do it. No, but they they were like Sonia's at an eleven, like she's in the bathtub and she's like yelling at all the girls, like when Bethany comes in, and she's and then like they finally go to dinner and she's literally eating out the bowls for everyone. Yeah, they're like the mushrooms are for everyone. She's like, they're for everyone. I like seaweed. I was like, oh, my God, this is so, this is just, like, bad, bad. And then Lou's like, I'm going to bring some guys. She's like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, what if Lou brought the pirate? (laughs) What if she did? What if she flew the pirate in from St. Bart's? I would have died. But Sonia already fucked him. Sonia fucked Luann's man. Remember? He he put it in her butt. In the garden. Oh, God. (laughs) She's like, throw me a guy. Yeah, she's like, you throw me a guy for all the guys you've taken from me. But again, let's remember, she did fuck the pirate. So maybe that, maybe Luann has had something since then, like some sort of vendetta where she's like, any guy you fuck, I can fuck better. Oh, God. Like, anything you can fuck, I can fuck better. I can fuck anything better than you. You sleep with anyone, Lou. That's what, that's Dorinda. Yeah, which was like, and then it kind of like, then it kind of got weird. Well, I did laugh when she goes, well, and then it was so classic New York when Tinsley goes, they're like telling Ramona, like, you made out with Harry, you know, she goes, you were making out with Harry at the new boutique. I was like, ooh, boutique's back. Yeah, boutique's back. And then I love when Sonia was like, you're living in my backyard, bitches. And I was like, ooh, good one. No, but then also it's like Luann's getting like so judgy. She like feels like she has all the power because she's sober and like not drinking and just like she's like, yeah, you keep talking, girls. Like you're going to be sorry in the morning. She's like, oh, you guys are living in the past. That's not what I do. Yeah. Yeah. But I did feel bad for Luann though because they were like going off. And I actually thought that Luann might have been like sober in this scene that I was like – 
it is the worst when you're around all of your drunk friends and you're the one sober one and then they start going off on you and you're like I can't even have a coherent situation like she even tells she goes off to her room and then Bethany comes in and Bethany like thinks she understands what the scene is with her zero dark 30 no I did not like this like no. I'm I'm here to talk not listen yeah so like, like when she, she went calm the fuck down I know so when she went to Luann's room I'm like oh my god you don't even actually know what they're fighting about right now because what they're fighting about is the fact that Luann's fucked the other guys like you know what I mean and so but then what I love too is so then she's like yeah I'm not here to, to listen I'm here to talk and then they have like this fight and then she's like okay well this isn't a good situation for you to be sober in so why don't you just go to bed I'll see you in the morning and she's like okay dear like yeah I'll see you in the morning like, okay, I, did, I, did you not just yell at me 30 seconds ago? I I just, I don't like how Bethany comes in hot like that. Like, she was late to the party, and then she's like, and then I actually think she antagonized Sonia. Like, she was like, go to sleep. Like, she got too... When she in, said she was going to, like, punch her? Like, I'll knock you off, like, or knock you out. I was like, what? Yeah, she, it, 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 and then, like, and then she's like, yeah, hit me with your best shot. And then, like, and then, like, Sonia really falls. Yeah, but before that, I did laugh when Ramona wouldn't let Barb come out with her. That was horrible. <laughs> like what? Like, like Tinsley's why? Like, Tinsley's like, um, I don't know if I want to go, and Barbara like is clearly sitting there not getting invited, and Bethany's like, why don't? Why doesn't Barb go? And Ramona's like, um, um, we need some I, Tinsley I mean, time. Got to catch up. I but I guess you could come. But then Barbara's what's like, also cracked me up is they went to go change. And I was like, wait, this was your outfit just for dinner? You guys were wearing like these, like, like Ramona was wearing like this low cut outfit just to go to dinner? Downstairs? <laughs> in the house? Sonia's, their boobs kept on showing, like with their, like, yeah. what are those bras The chicken called? cutlet ones? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I was laughing. And then, so then, yeah, Sonia falls. So then the scenes for next week, though, killed me because they're clearly calling an ambulance, like for Sonia. And Ramona and Tinsley walk out and they're like, oh, that's probably not good. Oh, is this our car? Like, they just didn't care. <laughs> I mean, so Bravo was probably like, fuck, she definitely might have a concussion. Like, we got a call right away. That looked, that was a bad fall. But I feel like that was provoked by freaking Bethany. I like, know, she just, got her all, like, too riled up. Like, go to sleep. Like, almost just, like, let her be there. Finish your dinner. And then when somebody yeah. goes upstairs, walk her upstairs with you. Or just be like, hey, you like, be nice to her. Yeah. Like yelling at her is going to do what? Because she's literally passed out. Then you wake her up in a frenzy and she has no idea what's going on because she's basically blacked out. Next week she thinks that Clinton's the president. Oh my God. When, when Bethany's like, okay, who's the president? She's like, yeah, Bill Clinton. Bethany literally looks at the camera like, oh she's fuck. She's like, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that how you were? <laughs> Poor Mary. <laughs> Okay, on that note, five stars only. You guys can go back and change your reviews. <laughs> um, I will miss you all so much. Um, I really hope that, Mary, you will hold down the fort. I'm looking forward to getting a full breakdown of when I get back. Um, yes, good luck with that. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a great weekend. Uh, Mary will be back next week. And if you have any good recommendations, send them over to me. Bye. Bye.
Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.